0: Polly DeLuca straightened his tie in the mirror. At six foot two and 240 pounds, he was all muscle. He flexed his arms and watched his suit coat tighten around his biceps. His reflection showed a nose broken at least three times and a thick scar under his chin. This did not bother him. He understood that tough looks were an asset in his profession. Ever since he was a kid, Polly wanted to be a made man. After supper, sitting on the porch with his older brother, He'd watched the young mob guys strut by wearing expensive suits, driving fancy cars, and flashing wads of cash. But it was the women that got to him most of all. The mob guys always had nice women. They were stylish, their nails always done, and oh, they smelled so good. These guys seemed to have all the things that were lacking in the DeLuca household. His mother had run off with a New Jersey truck driver from Hoboken when he was only seven. He lived with his bitter old man and his bolder brother Frankie. Now at 34 years old, Polly had almost made it, but not quite. He recently had a little problem with the cops that delayed his advancement with the boys. How was he to know that the storefront he had picked to shake down was a front for the cops? That little mistake had cost the mob a lot of money, and delayed Polly's career path for at least a year. In fact, he was still running around doing favors, trying to get back in the family's good graces. He turned from the mirror and walked down the stairs to pick up the phone that was hanging on the kitchen wall. He picked up the receiver and dialed a number from memory. Hey, Al, it's Polly. I'm wondering, how many suits do you think I should pack? On the other end of the line, Al shook his head and yelled, How the hell should I know? Jesus, Polly, all you gotta do is just watch that damn kid. Make sure you keep an eye on him. When you get the word to snatch him, you snatch him. Don't be asking no stupid questions. Take three suits, take six suits. I don't give a damn. Don't make no difference. Just keep your eye on the kid. Polly held the phone away from his ear. Where am I going to? Like I told you, it don't matter. You go where the kid goes. We don't know where he's going, but we got a tip he's headed somewhere. Al stood up from his desk and let out a big sigh. Polly, Mr. Sabatini has given you this opportunity to get right with the guys. Don't blow it. And guess what? You ain't getting another one, you big muscle-bound piece of shit. You blow this assignment and it's over for you. This is your big test. Understand? Polly shook his head. Understand? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Don't you worry, Al. I'll do a good job. Don't forget. I'll meet you at the corner of 31st and 8th Avenue. Al slammed down the phone. He needed to get Polly out of town fast. Polly didn't know how pissed off Mr. Sabatini really was. He hoped that by the time Polly got back, things should have cooled off quite a bit. Polly knew it was a big deal. As he returned to his room, he knew that this could be his big break. He had a feeling if he did good on this job, he wouldn't have to be doing any more shit jobs on the street. He would probably be in. With that in mind, Polly packed all of his suits and a pair of patent leather shoes. Then he tossed in a pair of snakeskin shoes just to be safe.